passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil that beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene product. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And maybe you've grown some winter man tits. At least you can make them hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off in free shipping with my promo code Bubba. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pant, doesn't matter. This is the best trimmer on the market. Inside the performance package, you're going to find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, and Moisturizer. Because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Nobody likes nose hairs, so their package comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 as well. You're also going to get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, about a $39 value, and the patented high-performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. And if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at Manscaped.com. Escape.com promo code bubble. All right, let's get this party started. Welcome to the Anna Hummel Show. Featuring a very special guest. None other than my own father, Philip Hummel. This is where you say hello. Hello, everybody. Okay, that's that's a bit hot. Will you talk again, Father? Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's perfect. My, my... Just want to make... Yeah, there we go. Can you can you keep talking for me just so I can check the levels? Yeah, it's in... I can't really hear it properly. Uh, did you did you turn up turn up the volume like we we spoke about? Yeah, that's there you go. There we go. I'm an engineer now, Dad. That too. Cool. Uh, welcome to the show. Eight one three ninety Bubba. If you'd like to call in and join the conversation. Uh, One of the things my dad loves the most is giving unsolicited advice about things he doesn't know. No, I'm just kidding. You you love giving advice. That is something that you you truly enjoy. Am I right or am I right? It depends. It depends. Okay. So we can can dive into a plethora of different topics, whether it be, you know, his upbringing as a slave owner. I mean, I'm sorry. In South Africa, he, he went through apartheid. Uh, he is a vegan, but uh, one that most people find tolerable. You know, he likes to talk about other things other than being vegan, politics, 
living in Israel. I mean, you're you you you're a man that's experienced a lot of life, and you've uh, you've gone through a lot of things, divorce, relationships. He knows everything about everything, and that is how I was raised. Um, and uh, I think it only was about probably about the age of eighteen when I came when I went to college and came back that I realized, oh, my dad doesn't know shit actually. And I think that's really when the the tone changed. That's when I started to be a little bit more rebellious in terms of, you know, authority. I wouldn't just take everything that I, two dollars really. Um, yeah, I, I want to shout that out, but I don't. Whatever. Press uh, JT Storm. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for the uh, the two dollars on the sh- super chat. We really appreciate it. Uh, you know, even as Jews, if we see you know a dollar bill on the floor, we're gonna pick it up. So we'll Ooh. we'll shout you out. We'll shout you out. Um, we'll talk about living in California <clears throat> and how it's changed. We have just so many things that my father is an expert, a resident expert on. So we can That's get what into you say. yeah. So we can get into what you say the, all of that. Yeah. What do you mean? What I say? That's what you said. That you're a resident expert. Well, you you let me know that you are an expert. I don't claim it, but you claim that I claim it. Okay. Well, that's that's simply a lie, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, you tell me on I'm an expert. I I know everything about everything. And um, listen Never to me. Said. I'm your father. I know. And I go, okay, but you don't know anything. So first, let's just talk about this. It was a little bit of an odd day as far as uh, the content of the show because usually I'm not really in hot water all too often. Mm. It's a fucking mic, man. Um, but I, I was yesterday, as, as you can tell. We we definitely broke down the tape. We broke down the film, which is a little bit awkward. But, hey, it, it wasn't great timing for a little bit of a scuttlebutt, but it was better than the timing of when you visited me last and were, wanted to be on air at when I was working at The Bone and I was like, well, unfortunately, we can't do that because uh, I've been suspended for making a comment about a person who had epilepsy. So, you know, we're improving, not good, but better. And that's all you can really ask for, you know. So it was a little bit um, embarrassing watching the tape back and just kind of, uh, you know, going, I don't know who that is. But, you know, sometimes we we're not our best selves and it's OK and we're human and you just go, all right. And you just... Try to move on to the best of your ability. 81390-Bubba. So you came in this morning. How are you feeling, by the way? I'm a, I'm a little tired. Yeah, I, I figured. Because you, you made a lot of demands, you know, prior to the uh, prior to taking off. You're like, I want to be on the air. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I'm thinking, man, like you, you, you went on a red eye. I don't know if you're going to really have all the energy but hey, you know, Papa Hummel gets what he wants. So I I tried to make it happen for you, but um I don't know if we're going to go too long. But again, if you'd like to call in and ask Pops a question about whatever, uh you know, I, I assume the audience is pretty mature and appropriate. No, you're not. But you know, maybe you could act a little more. I'd appreciate that. 81390 Bubba. Um so let's dive into uh do you still want me to become a dentist? Because I think that that was a job that you thought would be is is the greatest job of all time. And I remember for many years you were like, have you considered being a dentist? And I would say, dad, I don't want to be a dentist. And you'd be like, but they literally work three hours a week. Um, it seems like you've accepted the fate that I, I will not become a dentist and that I'm I'm stuck here in radio. Are you OK with that? Absolutely. If it makes you happy. You can kind of support yourself. Yeah. 
That's the letter that was. Okay, great. Great. Thank you for the, the thorough answer, Father. I, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, let's, let's get into California and living in California. Because I get a lot of heat, even though I haven't lived in California for, when did I leave? 2012. Uh, I haven't lived there for 11 years. I always get called a, a California West Coast liberal for some reason. And I, I really don't identify with the culture of California anymore. You, you did, though. Um, of course I did when I lived there, not as much as most, but you know, you are of course a product of your environment to some degree. And I would say that Tampa, although in a red state is a very, very blue city. So I, I definitely started changing before it was cool before the red pill of 2020 happened. The, the moment where, you know, uh, two things collided where we had people in the streets protesting the George Floyd thing and also an a international pandemic. And I think the moment really clicked. Here's the thing. I knew that, you know, the government was up to no good. But when it just was so blatantly obvious that they were telling people to stay the fuck home and then applauding people for protesting in the street, I went, oh, this is all a, this is all a joke. I'm done. And that's when I went real hardcore red pill. Not necessarily right wing or red, but just, you know, I was like, I was very dubious of everyone and everything, as I think most people should be. But have you found that the politics of California have changed or is this just how it's always been? And uh, we're just kind of catching up to the times. Well, it is. It's more. It hasn't really changed. But the thing is. My my thing is this, you know, what's your thing during covid People over here were saying all this stuff. I was listening to Dr. Dan. I'm like rolling my eyes and and listening to people in <laughs> California. And okay. Eyes. The truth is nobody knew anything. And everybody claimed, and they still do. Yeah. You, look, you look at the left, they got all their facts. You look at the right, they got all their facts. The truth is nobody knows really what's going on. Mm. And so the, the, the right thing to have done at the time was to say, um, I don't know. You know, I, did I do the shots? Yes, because if I didn't, I would have wouldn't be able to have worked. I traveled; I couldn't have traveled, so mm-hmm. I did do them. D- did I know if they really helped me? Every, every prof- I don't think you really cared. Well, every professional I spoke to, like the doctors, they they were like even angry that I asked them. Yeah, and, and that's a problem if you even ask sure. questions and people get angry with your I questions. Know. Well, the thing is, they they didn't really even know. No, nobody knows. Nobody knew even. You know, sometimes you think you know things and then like a few years later you find out you were completely wrong. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. But I think it's okay to make calls and to have opinions on things with the information that you have but currently. It's the information that you... What about the other side's information? Well, I'm just talking about the, the whole breadth of information as a whole. Like, it's okay to look at the body of work and go, okay, as of right now, I believe this because this is what the data show. And... But- Belief without knowledge oh, is a dangerous okay, thing. Okay, Socrates. Dad, I'm just saying nobody knows, but you can't just walk around life going, I don't know, I'm not going to have an opinion on anything ever. You go, well, here's the data, so this is what I think from the from the evidence that we currently have. I got to shout out some money, Dad, because people are throwing money at us okay, like we're strippers, cool. so we're going we gotta to go. <laughs> uh, Brian from Philly, $20 on the Super Chat. Mr. Hummel for making Oh, He said, thank you, Mr. Hummel, for making Anna. You're welcome. That's awesome. And uh, uh, Biggie, uh, five dollars. We love Phil. I'm gonna I'm gonna blast the train <laughs> horn, Dad. So don't get too scared, okay? 
Okay, that's what we do when we make some <laughs> some money around here. Um, so yeah, no, it it was a very interesting and still is a very interesting time. Where do I get the money? Uh, yeah, we don't. It's don't <laughs> worry about kidding. it. Um, it was a very interesting time and still is. And you're right. You never fully know anything about anything. And that's kind of how I always leave the door open is I come out with my hard opinions and my ideas and my philosophies. But at the end of the day, I go, you know what? I don't really fucking know. But you still you can't go through life like you don't know anything, because then how are you going to make any decision about anything? Well, about what make- to eat or what not to eat or what to wear or what you know what's dangerous what's safe you you got to kind of gather the information and and try to navigate but, life yeah i've heard that many times and the problem with that is what happens if you're making the wrong decision you know and it's not the truth what, you care but that's information too because if you make the wrong step you often learn from it you go you know what next time I'm just going to let the light be and I'm not going to throw a fit. I got information. You know, we, we have to learn from from the mistakes no. that we make and the decisions <clears throat> that we make and we adjust course, that's right? Per, that's personal mistakes. But let's talk about COVID, for example. What happens if they let's come out talk about COVID. in 10 years, they come out and they say everybody that took the shots is going to be seriously ill or, and, or, or the opposite. People can you call it the bear bear bear? And people who didn't take the shot. Dad, can you call the shot the bear bear bear? Oh, the bear bear bear? Yeah, that's oh. just kind of our code so we don't get a strike, you know, oh, so sorry. they don't really know what we're talking about. Oh, we just I'm, use code. I'm, oh, okay. Sorry. So if you say, like, instead of saying the, you know, I'll that word. I'll a shot of cola, Coca-Cola. Just say the bear bear bear. <laughs> okay. The listeners know what's up. Go ahead. Got it. Okay, so... um. <clears throat> The thing is, if you find out things in the future and you weren't correct, right? What do you do? It's like, you, I understand people always people always say to me, "Well, how can you just go in life and and, and say I don't know, I don't know?" Because the answer is I don't know. And so, if I did know and I said the wrong thing, is it a big deal? Really, in the scheme of life, no. But if we're talking about these things, people say a lot of stuff that they hear from somebody else or they read and they think and it becomes their truth. And sometimes it's wrong. And I heard the way you guys were talking about during the, the can I say? Um, COVID. COVID. You can say that. Can I say COVID? Yeah. I heard you on this. People were giving their opinions according to the, to, to the, <clears throat> the, the, um, the thoughts of the people in say Florida. Yeah. And in California, the same exact opposite. Sure. So, so, so who kn- who knows who was right? Yeah, is what you're asking. Right. Yeah. Everybody says, look at the evidence. So look at the, who's evidence. Right. Exactly. And I understand that that can be very, you know, uh, confusing. You you don't know who to believe. You're you're listening to the experts, but when you have experts who are both <clears throat> epidemiologists and they're saying the exact opposite thing, you it, go, "What the fuck do I do?" Exactly. Yeah. Um. But in in, in at least in in my estimation what is your estimation? my estimation is if you don't know if something is effective and or hurtful you just you you err on the side of caution by just not doing it by not being on the front lines of the bear 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 now i was lucky because <laughs> of my my age my not so advanced age because i'm 24 um <laughs> i was not on the front lines of the bear 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 in terms of you know who it was available first for it was you know seniors and 
and then people with uh, you know Im- uh, compromised immune systems, like that whole shenan- you know that whole thing. So by the time I was even eligible, I was just kind of like, uh, I was like, you know what? I've waited already to get it. I might uh, might as well just wait a few more days, months, years, decades. You know, I just kind of wanted to um, to see what would happen. Because here's the thing, and I'm not trying to steal ideas from Andrew Tate. I'm certainly not. But he, he made a good point. He goes, he was talking about it, about COVID and the bear, bear, bear. And he goes, listen, if it's going to take me out, and I'm speaking as if I'm him, uh, a 35-year-old healthy male who's strong, he goes, there's no hope for humanity. If it's going to take me out, it's taking everybody out. So we're doomed. So he's like, why not err on the side of caution and just not take it? Because you don't really know what the effects of this new uh, new immunization is. And I certainly didn't know. And I wasn't going to jump in line and, and want to get, you know, the bam, bam, bam before everybody else. And I did my own personal research and I found that there's typically about, I think it's eight to nine years for a any sort of medication or bam, bam, bam to get passed through the FDA like that take that's about an 8 to 9 year process and the fact that we fast tracked it in 6 months made me go whoa whoa so we don't really have any long term data as how as to how this affects people i go well listen it seems to be you know with no disrespect seems to be a holocaust of fat people and old people i'm neither of those two things so i'm like i'm just going to sit back and wait and just see what happens i'm i didn't say i'm never going to get the bam 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 I didn't say I didn't care if other people got the bam bam bam, but I just said for my own sake, I'm feel more comfortable if I just hang tight, hold back, and just sit and watch. And I think that that is that's that's a smart move. You just sit and you wait. And if I get sick and I died, well, that's my prerogative. You know, that was the choice. I I, I gambled. I risked. Maybe I would lose. That's the that's the gamble of life, though, right? Don't you think that's a good strategy? Are you asking me? Yes, it's not a rhetorical question. I'm asking you. It depends. You know, I heard the exact opposite on... Can you get closer to the mic? I heard the exact opposite in, in California that said if you don't get the shots... Bear, bear, you, bear. Uh, the bear, bear, bear. Yeah. You um, you could you could uh, get COVID really badly and then... Spread it to others. Pass and, away. Yeah, and die. And die. So people were so afraid. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And if you said anything against it. Holy Christ. If I said anything about work against it, I would yeah. have probably been suspended for a couple of days. Sure, sure. So when people ask me if I got the bam, 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 I was, I was always like, yeah. And then I'd be like, hepatitis, you know, a couple of years ago, whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, whatever, a bam, bam, bam. I got a, like a yellow fever before I left to, for Thailand. So I would just be like, of course I have the bam, bam, bam. You know, tetanus, whatever. You didn't you didn't specify, so why should I specify? That's kind of how I skirted around it when I was in certain circles where I didn't feel safe being honest. Um, okay. it, it, what? Let's try something else, but kind of boring COVID. <laughs> You're, okay, we don't want to talk about COVID anymore. A one three ninety Bubba. Um, is there anything in particular that you you would like to talk about? Would you like to talk about health? Because it seems like we're both kind of in that space now. Yeah, well, I'll talk about... Mm. Or, or or would you like to talk about being a vegan? Because I would say about 0% of our listeners, including myself, are vegan. 
Well, um, if you were to make a pitch for being vegan, what would you say? If 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 you could make your your best pitch for why it is the best lifestyle choice in terms of diet, what would you tell the people? Well, I don't like to tell anybody what to eat, but if we're going to talk about yes, it, just look at your body, look at your teeth. People go, oh, we got incisors, we got canines. No, they're not canines. Where, where have you ever seen a human being eat raw meat before? Grab it. Well, I'm saying kill an animal with their teeth and then eat it, and look at the intestine of um of a meat eater and a plant eater. A plant eater's intestines very long, just like ours. Th- the, the small intestine's about 30 feet, I think. Mm-hmm. The large intestine's well, small. But, and then you look at, uh, and <clears throat> then you look at the meat eaters. Yeah. The, they have very short intestines and, and that goes through their body pretty quick. Right. And, um, but would you say that through human evolution, if that's your argument, that we're just, we're not fit to, to eat meat, especially red meat, would you just would you say that like w- eating meat was not a part of our evolution? Because I would argue that it probably was. No, it wasn't at first. But what happened is people. Um, what I read, uh, who knows if it's true? Right. They said that um, there were times when they couldn't get. Um, there was just no food, so they started hunting. People liked the taste of it, and <clears throat> it just continued from that. And I understand that. I understand people like eating meat. Um, uh, also, the other side of the the, the cruelty factor. Um, I think that's more of your. No, it's both. Uh, oh, it's both. Okay, so it's health and it's also ethics. <clears throat> I don't want to use the word ethics. Well, it is. I mean, that's it. You feel morally compelled to not eat meat, which I think is the best argument, right? Because no one can tell you that it's nice to to kill an animal to eat it, but you know, if if you want to say it's the healthiest way to live to not eat meat, I think that is something that's debatable. Because I, I certainly think that mm. it, it depends how the meat, where the meat comes from. Is it pumped full of hormones? Yeah. Did Are they living on top of each other and shitting on each other? Are they eating grass instead of <clears> corn? <throat> because cows aren't really supposed to eat right. maize. They're supposed to eat grass. You know, they're grass feeders. And it's not that, I, that I, I'm afraid to kill an animal. I've already killed a chicken. I did it because I, I had to. Because some, somebody was trying to kill it. And they I was in the military and they... Missing its neck, and just oh, uh, so you put it out of its misery. You didn't like hunt it. No, I took machete and chopped its head right off. Okay, but the the thing is, um, I just you know like on I saw something on the on the on the on the the, um, YouTube or could you try to talk a little bit better into the mic? Sorry, yeah, just consistent. This guy was hunting ducks because they were like disturbing him. So he's like shooting them. They weren't ducks. They were birds. They were beautiful birds, and he. You know, it gets this, this sick pleasure of shooting an animal. I, I I don't understand that. I know it's it's just part of like human nature to like it's fun shooting animals. I understand that. Because like, yeah, it's, it's killing things is fun. It's fun. It's fun. But it's disgusting also when you do it for sport. For, yeah, I just I don't know. Uh, it, it, listen, There's nothing I, else I can say. I just think it's disgusting. Okay. Hey, I, I find it noble that you, because it's not easy to be a vegan, I think. I think it, it it's pretty limiting. Being a vegetarian is, isn't is so bad in terms of limitations. It's pretty easy. You know, yeah. I'll just stay away from Outback. But other than that, I can pretty <laughs> much eat wherever I want. Even Outback, sure. I, could, I could have a potato and a salad. It's no big deal. Sure. Um, but I always have to preface when I tell people that you are a vegan, that you are kind of a, a libertarian kind of vegan where, 
you don't really, like you said, you don't really like to tell people how and what to eat because you don't like to be told how and what to eat. Nobody does. Nobody does. So you understand that having and making friends is more important than getting your your agenda across. Just to let you know, two things people hate the most. Okay. Telling them what to eat and how to to, uh, bring up the kids. That's a great point. Nobody likes to be told either one of those things, so you just stay the fuck away. And that's what I do, too. Let's take a phone call. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. If they ask for advice, then, you know, that's on them. Um, Hello, who's this? Hello? Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, who's this? Can you hear you? This is Sean from Inverness, a longtime listener from the Power Power Pig days. Hi, Sean from Inverness. Thanks for calling in. From where? It's in Florida. Uh, uh, Yeah, Inverness, not too far from you guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, but no, totally off topic. I heard you guys talking about it yesterday. I tried calling in yesterday and and today, and couldn't get through during the normal show. But um, I'm a producer. I make beats. So uh, this is more for Lummy, I guess, and or Rhett. Yeah. Uh, Neither of whom are I on the show. Your right information. Now. <laughs> I, if I get yeah. your information, the, yeah. the website or, or email or some, something that I could send some beats to you guys. So let's do them. If you want to play them, you can play them. If not. So you just called in Whatever. to promote your beats? Yeah, that's cool. Hey, that's fine. No, hey, you can't. Promote, I'm not even promoting. I'm not even promoting them because I'm I'm not even putting my my name in the beat. Right, my, my right, tag. right. I'm just okay. giving you some some beat layouts to to use to for yeah for our uh, royalty free bump in music. If you want to email, yeah. I would email a show at thebubblearmy.com. I, was, I thought he was talking about food for a second. No, because <laughs> my dad just ate some super beats. Yeah, uh, so. Yeah, he's talking about beats show, like uh, know, music beats. <laughs> show Just what? Show at the bubbaarmy.com. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks for calling All in, right, buddy. Thank you. All right. Have a great weekend. 81390 Bubba, if you'd like to call in and actually contribute to the conversation, not just try to, you know, get your beats <laughs> on our show. But hey, uh, we've had worse calls. It's no problem. Uh, all right, let's let's talk about atheism because that's something that we both have in common. We have a lot of things in common. Yeah. Sometimes it's directional towards you, where I influence you, and sometimes you influence me. I would say probably in the last fifteen years, it's more of the former, wouldn't you say? Can you finally give me credit for yes, the fact that you're yes, an atheist? Yes, All right, yes, thank you, Jesus, because yes. I really was the one who was planting <laughs> fucking seeds. And they I was, sprouted. I was thinking about it, but you did. Yeah, I, I really did. I um, I remember I, I I went off to college just like the the nicest, sweetest, uh, uh, su- subordinate, uh, authority fearing person that one could be. Just like not a sheep, but just someone who followed directions, who was scared of authority, who didn't like punishment and consequences. Because I was raised, you know, like I wouldn't say in a super strict household, but like I I never told you to go fuck yourself. Like I hear kids saying to their parents today, that would have not ended well for anybody. So um, I went to college and I took a course in evolutionary biology and I think that was just the, the nail in the coffin of me being a religious person. And I remember coming back and I was like, you know, all this God shit's fucked stupid. And you were like, whoa, whoa, just just relax. Just just relax. Do you remember that at all? When I came back from college and I was just a bit more um, spicy, I guess. Vaguely. Vaguely. Okay. Uh, but then I started, I remember, you know what, what I really remember pretty vividly? This is when I was in Michigan. And I was trying to make an argument 
that circumcision, yeah, we're going there. Circumcision was was not the move. And you basically told me I was fucking crazy, that it's more hygienic, and la, 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 and you wouldn't listen to me. So finally, when I couldn't get my point across, I sent you a Christopher Hitchens video. And I think that's really when the tide turned for you, right? Was it Hitch that did it? Absolutely. Okay. So what what really changed your mind about, and I feel like that led you down a, a path of, not just about circumcision, but questioning rituals and culture and, and religion, all of it. You know, all of it was up for debate. You 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 weren't sure that you weren't certain that it was the best way to go to live a, you know, a, a religious lifestyle. Is that correct? Well, I was never religious, but I was I, I believed in God. And then listening to Christopher Hitchens, Matt Delahante, Sam Harris, Richard Dawkins. No, I'm not saying they influenced me completely, but they, they, what they said made total sense. Mm. And it always came down to um, <clears throat> what, what is belief? What, is, what, what do people believe? Why do people believe in things that they, especially, well, especially with religion? Nobody believes in anything unless they have proof except religion. So it's, it's the absence of evidence. That's what belief is. If you, if you, you, you'll never see a scientist going, Okay, let's let's we're gonna do this experiment. Let's sit down. Let's pray. Let's pray about it. They don't do that. They they discuss it and do the experiment. And but when it comes to when it comes to religion, people <clears throat> they they always go back to well, it's my belief. It's what I believe in. Well, what is belief? It's just belief is the absence of evidence. When you have no evidence, then you'll just believe anything. And mm. people that believe believe <clears throat> without the evidence do the most terrible things because they'll justify it because th there's no... It was God's no will or there's whatever. no accountability. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. I, I definitely think that... Here's the thing. Like, before... Can, I, can I just say something Yeah, else? go ahead, go ahead. So, you know, the, the part of the brain that, 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 like, believes in superstition and all these things and, you know, <clears throat> that's the part of the brain that is kind of connected to religion too. It's like these, like <clears throat> I remember when I was younger, or even recently, I, I, when I'm I'm a teacher, I'll hear students say things like, "They saw this. Uh, there's this. They'll tell me this like <clears throat> some some story that was like a fable that was in a, some village. It became the truth, and they believe it. And I say, "Where's your evidence? Do you really believe in they 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 really believe it? Because one person tells the other person, who tells the other person, and it becomes the truth." Hmm. And if you really delve into many facts of people who've who said they've um, died and come back and uh, and they they went to heaven, there was I don't know if you heard about that story about that kid who went to heaven. The same story, and then they wrote these books about it. They put it in all the churches, and then when he was twenty two years old, he said like, "Yeah, I just kind of made that up." Yeah, but it was like, but the damage had been caused. Right now. I do think that, and because I I studied human evolution in school, and it's something that's still I'm very much interested now. Um, I would say that the belief in God or a higher power is really the result of just a a larger brain, a larger prefrontal cortex. Because, and again, I can't say for certain because I don't live inside a dog's mind or inside of a lizard's brain. But, you know, with a, a bigger, larger brain comes critical thinking. And part of critical thinking is going, well, why 
Why do does the sun rise and set? Why does it rain sometimes? Why does it thunder sometimes? And I, I think for for less uh, encephalized animals, less, less smart animals, uh, more simple organisms, there's really no care or even really like I don't want to say they don't notice it, but I don't think that they conceptualize it the way that humans do or the way that hominids do. It was a way of explaining the, right. the things that they didn't understand. Right. So you look at something, you look at the sky, you look at the earth, you look at the animals and you you you, you start to put together a picture and and you don't understand why maybe things aren't predictable or why sometimes it rains and sometimes it doesn't and sometimes people die and da 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 and so a way to fill in the gaps is to create those stories but even that can i just say something else yeah so if i say to a, a christian uh, do you believe in the quran oh no that's that's nonsense so every, and then you say to a, a, a muslim do you believe in uh, in hinduism Nah, that's just made up all those gods and you ask Jews, do you believe in Jesus? No, 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 he's not the Messiah until the prophecies are fulfilled. So the, the thing is, everybody's an atheist to somebody else's religion. We're right. But we're just, uh, in the words of Ricky Gervais, we are all atheists, but, and he was talking about himself, he's like, I'm just one more. Well, it's Christopher Hitchens he took it from. Did he? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought it was Ricky Gervais' deal. My <laughs> bad. Uh, 81390, Bubba. We got a phone call. Maybe someone wants to tell us about their, their new product, their new beats. Hello, who's this? <laughs> yep. Hello. Hello? 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 Yep, you're live. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Honor. Hello, Mr. Hum Humble. How you, Humble? How you doing? <laughs> I just want to say your daughter is uh, awesome. She is spot on. Uh, I, I love the fact that she actually uh, researches stuff and looks it up for herself and just doesn't believe whatever nonsense somebody tells her. Thank you. That's, that's I appreciate that. And you will get your $20 <laughs> after the show, sir. Appreciate you. Uh, just the the one thing, Anna, uh, with your uh, Taekwondo, whatever, your karate, uh, <laughs> you need to get more coordinated. Yeah. You are. You you just, you need to do something to get that part of your brain working. Because uh, I'm not coordinated? I, Is this? Uh, yeah. I oh, mean, okay. You, you, you say you've hit a wall, right? I mean, you've, you know, people are just having you for lunch. Oh, um, well, it depends who I'm rolling with, but sometimes, yes, oftentimes I roll with people who are a little bit more advanced than me and they do, you know, wipe my face well, on the floor. It's because you just weak. You didn't work on your muscles. I, I, I don't think it... No, she's pretty strong. I'm, I'm pretty strong. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you having yeah. my back there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, have you have you seen me in the gym lately? Are you are you a fly on the wall? Yes, I'm a fly oh, on the wall. okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm doing a little bit better, but it's it, jujitsu is one of those things where it just it takes so long to progress, like very long. You have to do moves like thousands of times before it becomes like second nature. But oh, okay, yeah, going about. And that's yep, I got you. One Go of ahead. the reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, how do I how do I work on my coordination? Do it like just throw a ball, throwing and catching, stretching. Do you have any mobility exercises for me? Some calisthenics I need to be doing? Help me, sir. Be more coordinated. Or is this just something that's a genetic deficiency that I just unfortunately do not have? 
Well, uh, I mean, when I was a, a young man, I played baseball and hockey, and that yeah. takes a lot of coordination, which is not a thing for a chick. But uh, <laughs> find something in your wheelhouse, I guess. Okay. So I'm um, doing jujitsu. Is that good for chicks, or is that more of a, a boy sport? Uh, well, if you have no coordination, you, you know, you can be as strong as you want. You're still going to get rolled. Okay. So you're just your your advice is essentially just be better but w- really with no uh, actual constructive concrete advice. Is that where we're going with this? Uh no, not really. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying find something that you you would like. So I did. I found jujitsu. I, I feel like you're telling me to quit, sir. I feel like you're telling me that if I'm not good at something immediately I should quit. Is that is that your advice? Uh, no. No. You should uh do whatever you like to do. Okay. What? Well, anyway. All right. I uh, love the show. All right. Um, all that. Okay. Well, thank you very much, sir. I, I appreciate you. you calling in. Thank Thanks. you so much. God bless. Uh, hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? It's Hot Carl. Don't Google me. What's up, Hot Carl? About the, I just wanted to comment on the God thing. So I, I grew up a Christian from a Christian school, and um, basically I watched a video that kind of changed my mind about everything, and I can't find it anywhere on YouTube, but if I do, I'll, I'll email it over to you. Okay. Um, basically, they have this tribe out, and I'm not exactly sure where it is, but it's on an island out in the middle of nowhere. Um, they have zero contact with the technologies of the outside world, so they're still like not in Stone Age, but you know what I mean, like mm. one of those, you know they. And were they're like on an island. Off. It, yeah, it's like an island, um, okay. and it's secluded from everything. And everyone that's ever tried to get near this island, like they just shoot arrows and throw spears and stuff. I think I know what you're talking well, about. They, they, I, I, it sounds yeah, vaguely familiar. I want to say it's like off and, somewhere off the coast of New Zealand, maybe Papua New Guinea. I think maybe Papua New Guinea. <clears throat> yeah, but it's it's Papua New Guinea. They've had contact, so this is like one of the more like. They don't accept any contact, and people like uh, reporters and explorers and stuff have mm. actually been killed by them. So yeah. Point being, and I won't take up any time on the show. No, no, you're fine. They, they, they. Is, is, is it in a Y called Nihiao? He, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. It's Nihiao. You're not allowed to go on I, the island. Next to I'll, uh, I'll email it over to you if I figure if I find <clears> the video. But it was so profound, and they did it like I think in the 50s or 60s, and. What they did was they would fly over the top of it and they would film it. And these like tribe members would come outside and they would look up at the sky and they'd shoot arrows. And so what they did was, and this is like the experiment was to prove how the thought of God was created. So they flew the plane over. They've never seen anything like it. So in, in the Bible, when they say like, you know, a fiery chariot flew through the sky type of deal so they see this plane flying over and they drop little um you know crates of basically food Mm -hmm. and modern technology and weapons like a radio some some canned foods and and like stuff like that that they've never seen and so they would continuously do that and when they would go back to that island these people would literally had surveillance of them they they would craft with like bamboo and wood and whatnot like literally the shape of the plane and they would be bowing to it and praising it and pretty much they thought that this plane was god to them and it created like this they they studied it for a while and they basically gave these people like your dad was saying like a belief Mm. 
kind of was know, though it was so, got to them it, 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 it's really cool and if i find the video i'll send it yeah over send it my way that's interesting that that I, i've definitely heard that story before but yeah i don't know precisely where it was yeah, the video is really like weird because they they actually build so, like artifacts. Can for, I ask like, you, you know, what? To worship. So are you, are you still a believer? Um, I'm more. So I got like paddled and stuff. Like my that's how it was a Baptist Christian school, and they basically I I stayed there till fifth grade, and then I went to a normal middle school and high school. But basically, they don't teach you anything about science. Like, they teach you their version of science. And then when I went to middle school at a public school, I, and I love science, I, I was mind-blown. Like, we weren't allowed to learn about, you know, Big Bang and all sorts of other cool things that is probably how our world was created and form, formed. And so I, over the years, like, I still I, I have more of, like, a spiritual faith yeah, the there's, sense a, of, there's no, nobody can like exp, nobody can explain what spiritual means can you explain it to me uh in my in my perception of it it's there's something that is there that is unexplainable but if i you, just don't want to believe that we're just uh well it doesn't matter know, what, yeah, nothing don't be rude it doesn't matter what you want to believe it if you can't explain it, it doesn't mean that it's a creator. It just pe people do that. Because I can't explain it, it must be a creator. No, the, the, the answer is, you know what the answer is? We don't know. Well, well yeah, so I, I don't necessarily believe that there is a creator. I just believe that there's definitely a higher, some form of, in, in the sense of, I believe like when we die, you, you can only create energy. You can't destroy it. So when you clap your so, hands, you create energy yeah but the when thing is die, that's different I believe your energy just go ahead you, you mean like your spirit yeah well, what is a spirit say that but like i i just believe that your your body encases energy and when and when you die it i'd like to believe that it, it doesn't necessarily have to go to heaven or wherever other religion but, but just sort so of I don't, the I, universe can i interrupt you the thing is you can't you can't keep saying I'd like to believe it doesn't, I, you know, it doesn't matter what you want to believe. The thing is, the still the thing is we if we're we searching for truth, the, well, we don't know the truth. The thing is, when you die, this is what happens to your body. You basically, uh, you, you you become energy for animals to eat, or the ground or something like that. That's the energy. It's not people. People want to believe that they they're going to see their relatives and they're going to see their family members and whatever. But like, but then do you really know? I don't that? know. I don't know. But there's more evidence. So there's hope. There's not. No, there's the, the thing is, I know people want to believe that. And where does this come from? Where, do, where does all this come? It's just this. Where's the evidence that we do see it? There's no evidence. Is there evidence that we don't? Yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, and that's the that's the biggest thing is that there's never been any sort of, you know, tall tale like right in front of your face evidence. And that's what's funny is like you'd think by now there would be some something, but. Yeah. At, at the same at the same point, do you, um, do you, have you ever you know, heard have you ever heard the atheist atheist experience? There's, there's a the guy's name. Experience? Yeah, the, it's it's off now. But there was a guy. He's he's on YouTube. Uh, YouTube. His name is Matt Delahunter. He's like super smart kind and he's an He's a bit of an asshole at times, yeah. but, he, but he's an incredible debater. Amazing and and. He said he's never, ever, ever. He said all he needs is just somebody to give him a reasonable, a reasonable answer to believe, and he'll do it. 
and um just there's nothing there's just people that always go back to that's my belief i believe but but if you really well, read the, the the best way to become an atheist and, I, and i'm not promoting atheism people if they want to believe i don't I, think it makes you a happier person should, no no i'm not saying that I'm saying <laughs> i definitely think, don't think it makes you a happier if person people want to believe believe i'm not saying don't believe i don't want to but the thing is if you read you want to be an atheist read the bible cover to cover it's actually really funny you said oh, well, that. Well, let me let me let me tell you, I, and I'll leave you with this, Anna, so you guys can get back to it. But sure. you should hear the the crap that was spewed into my head as a child. I know, I know. about my punishment and where I was going to be in hell. Yeah, and eternal the damnation. That's that the control they, of that it. Put into your mind. I mean, it it literally had some kids are so terrified. I know it's terrible. terrible. Some kids. It's sick. There's, I heard a story about a Muslim kid who he didn't really believe, so he, he tried to commit suicide because when he was a child, because if you're a child and you die, you don't go to hell. So And you get maybe 72 virgins, you can get finally get laid. I don't know. Mm. Just so anyways, thought. thanks for Thanks, thanks for Carl. Thank, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. I we appreciate nice I appreciate the phone call. Uh eight one three ninety Bubba. I actually kinda wanna get into just briefly spirituality. Um, because here's the thing, like there is a void when you become an eight, when you first become like a, a staunch atheist, I feel like there's this void where you, you we still are a human with a human brain and, and fear. Uh, okay. Hold on. Let me finish my thought before, you know, you start, uh, counter, not counter programming, but you know, arguing. Um, I, I think that there's like a void where you want to not want to, but you're, you want to feel like the awe and the presence of something quote bigger than yourself. Right. Um, or there's this kind of, um, what is it like, a you're wrestling with your own consciousness oftentimes. And I feel like, and I don't know if you follow Sam Harrison, like what he does right now. And he's still like a very much a staunch atheist and he doesn't believe in any sort of God or institutionalized religion or anything like that. But I think that Sam has done like a really, really good job of kind of marrying this idea that you can be an atheist, but you can also have like a, a respect and an awe for life, the universe, consciousness, what it is, and kind of how to how to, because he's a he's an avid me- meditator. I don't know if you if you know that, and he's done a lot of experimenting with psychedelics, so he definitely understands that the human mind and the human uh, experience needs this sort of feeling of like community and something that's larger than yourself. And when you kind of erase religion out of the picture, you're like, well, then where do I get this from? And Sam kind of offers an, a, a different pathway where he goes, you don't have to believe, you don't have to be a Hindu or Buddhist or Jew or Muslim or Christian or anything like that. But you can kind of go deeper into your own mind and, and kind of wrestle with a lot of the ideas and the problems that religion tries to solve or soothe in that regard. Um, so I feel like now, and again, I would say meditation doesn't really have anything to do with religion, but lately, as in the last couple of years, I've definitely been much more open-minded to trying to be not a spiritual person in like a chakra tarot card reading kind of a way, but just to kind of, um, have more of a, I guess it's more of like a state of reflection, I guess I would call it, and to try to meditate and get, get into a state of mind where I'm, you know, not praying, but I'm just try, really trying to channel into the consciousness and the thoughts. And I guess that's more of an exercise to try to, you know, self-soothe, calm yourself down and try to, and really try to achieve peace. 
like mental peace, which I think is the goal of many people who spend many years trying to meditate. Like, do you do you feel like there's because like I remember when we would go to synagogue and temple, even though it was really fucking boring. There was just a sense of like, wow, I'm a part of something that's greater than myself. Like I'm praying to this God and da da da. But then when you erase that, it's like there's still this need to kind of feel awe and awe inspired. And I feel like you can get that through meditation or maybe being in nature. Do you feel that way, Dad? Like you need to kind of No, I don't feel that nature maybe, but I don't feel that. Where you that feel need. like awe inspired. I don't or... need to have that feeling like um is something greater than me. Why? What do I need? Not something greater than you in, in the sense of the supernatural, but just kind of be awe-inspired in the fact that you're just a tiny little speck in this giant uh, universe. I am. I am, and I accept that. Right. And I'm just saying that a lot of people would find that to be like uh, a, a reflective kind of, I don't I don't know what word to use other than spiritual, but it seems to be I, more of a spiritual experience. I understand. You know what I mean? Sure. I Like... No, no disrespect to Deepak Chopra, but <laughs> okay. some of the things he says is, and he knows that. I, and I, I give you some examples. Got to give the example. I speak. tell people who Deepak Chopra is. He's it, an Indian guy, and he, he he talks about like the the spiritual mind. And I, some things he says good, but let me just he, put this on pause. I got I got to shout out some money. Bright Farm Johns Island, nineteen ninety nine. Thank you so much on the super chat. We got oh fuck, I just lost it. Just disappeared. Oh, uh, Brian from Philly, $2, uh, Easter Bunny, uh, Brian from Philly, $5, Brian from Philly, $5, uh, Kevin O'Keefe, $9.99. We're making money, Whoa. Dad. Watch out. Uh, warning, train horn. Okay. Uh, thank you. We're all caught up on the money. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so where was I? So Deepak Chopra. Is... Yes. Who is he? What what, he, what message he, does he have he, for he, the he people? He talks about him, and he's trying to, like, um, I think he's, he's a doctor in uh, biology. He has a biology degree. And he always talks in these like these terms that make no sense to me anyway. Mm-hmm. For example, I'll try and remember. Okay. He goes, in the deep chakra of your mind, the meditation of the stars look at you from a right angle, making you feel reflective in your own body while your mind is... That's yeah. how he talks. And <laughs> he said that to Sam Harris. And also, there's another Indian guy, you know, Sadhguru. Yes. Um, Sadhguru is completely different to him. Sadhguru also, he, if you ever want to listen to He's some, awesome. He's awesome, but he, he's, he's funny so, too. He always leaves you like, tell me more. You haven't told me the whole story. Yeah. So That's um, how that's how you hook people in. They're, they're biting at the bit. They want more. So, um, yeah, so, you know, the thing is, we were talking about, do, do I need, um, I, I don't need for myself anyway, coming from religion, because I believed, I really did believe, and... Um, do you feel uh, like you you would ever introduce like meditation into your life or anything like that? Not again to connect with a a, spir- a supernatural being, but to kind of more so connect to your yourself and try no, to center and pe- and get it, become at peace for yourself. I would do it to quiet my brain. There you go, quiet the chatter, quiet the monkey brain. Yes. Well, it, it, it's I, I I learned how to do that from uh, what's that guy's name, uh, Tolkien. Um, hmm? You know what's his first name? Who? Um, Tolkien, The Power of Now. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I remember that book. He but. talks about that. You know, you can you train your mind when you start thinking of something else. Bring yourself back to, bl- to to the blackness of your just nothing. Yeah. And then every time your mind, and then slowly you start training your mind to just think of nothing, and it's 
It takes a while. And it takes a lot. Have of you practice. mastered it? I'm sure you have. I did, and now I just don't care anymore. But okay, now I he doesn't give a fuck. All right, hey, that's I, cool. I don't care. You but don't, the thing is, yeah, yeah the, the thing is, human beings. It's like the the question: What is what is the meaning of life? I, and have I you know, figured it out? Oh, absolutely! I know the answer. Oh, fantastic! Well, I'm so glad you're here. What is the meaning of life, Dad? There is no meaning. You got to make the meaning. You have to make your life will be what what you do. If you don't do anything, you'll have no meaning. You'll just sit around in nothing and hang out. People are always looking for a meaning, and when they find the meaning, then what? Then what? What do they do? Oh, I found the meaning. I'm look. I'm searching. I'm, and when you found it, then what are you going to do with your life? There is no meaning. People think that, like again, human beings think they're so important. Can I talk about abortion, or is that illegal? No, please feel free. We love abortion. Okay, Go for so it. I am. Um, <laughs> I know this is Florida. I'm. I'm pro-abortion. Like, what the heck? Why e- do you- by the way, everybody on the show is pro-abortion. Pro-death, as I like to call it. Pro-abortion? No, I call it pro-death. I mean, against... Uh, pro- yeah, pro-abortion. Yes. So it means that you... Pro-choice, I guess, is what the people yeah, call it. I call it pro-death, so, but so go why? ahead. So people ask me why. Yeah. So people think, oh, well, how many... I always ask people, and I know it's going back to the vegan thing, like, how many uh, cows do they kill a day? Nobody cares. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your over priced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 
Why are humans more important than animals? And people always go, oh, they're more intelligent. So, so because an animal's more intelligent, it deserves to be to, to live, and one that's less right. intelligent to live. No, I hear that argument all the time. The the argument and and the easy way to kind of just flip that on its head is you go, well, you know, it 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 shouldn't be based on how intelligent an animal is, but how much it has the ability to suffer. If it if it can sure. suffer, you know, you could say that a, a baby is dumb, but it still has the capacity to suffer, of or course. or or a kid that's uh, you know mentally, bear, 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 you know, still has the capacity to suffer even if they're not uh, verbal not, or something like I'm that. I'm not saying take a baby out that's eight nine months and kill it. That's absurd. But I'm I'm saying if it's like, a, and then people go, well, when does life begin? Who the heck cares when life begin? When it's a zygote? you could say who the fuck cares. You, you I could know say that. Use bad language, but you that's can, okay. Feel free. But so so the thing is. What do people care? What do they? Why do they even argue about this thing? It's so silly. Like, when does it begin? And so, what if it's you? Like, people, people are against abortion. Like, they sometimes they want to kill doctors. I mean, like, how absurd is that? Right now, let me ask you this: It does seem yeah. to be a little bit. I don't want to say hypocritical. It seems to be a bit odd or ironic that you are a vegan, so you have all this. Um, uh, respect and compassion for animal life, and but when people. it comes to human, okay, and people, okay. So you have no problem like uh, aborting a a, a a cow that sure. with a calf in gestation, if, okay. Of course, if it's uh, if it's a cluster of cells, yeah. So if it's it's, it's going to damage the mom and a cow, of course. And the thing is, it's not that I want to, I don't want to hurt anybody. My whole thing in life is, I I'm respectful to everybody. Do That's no my, harm. But if some obviously. Um, like if if a woman is pregnant and she wants to have an abortion, who the hell has the right Gives to tell? Ca- who, who cares? It's not, no, who, it's not anybody's business. It's nobody's not the government's business. And you see all these states going against the going against um, abortion. How dare they do that? They're like let people yeah. let people do it. What do they care? Oh, they, they, it's the sanctity of life. I know it comes from the religious side, and yeah, uh, but the thing is. When that life's born, nobody cares about that life. Have you seen many people are suffering in the world? Yeah. You, I'm just going to say something quickly. They, they got these traveling shows where people, there's a South African guy, I'm going to give him a plug, but his name is um, um, Kurt Kaz. And he goes to all these terrible countries and people live in squalor and they have no money and they mm-hmm. have no bathrooms and no food. I'm go. I would rather be aborted than to be live like that. It's horrible. Yeah, but that's you consenting as a sentient being. That's not someone making that decision for you before no. you're even born. I, underst- I think that's the argument that people make is that these fetuses aren't consenting to be eliminated, well, to be what terminated. About animals that are killed and have yeah, well, stop doing what aboutisms. I don't eat meat. I'm not <laughs> killing the animals. I'm so not talking that about doesn't you. make that. Let the, general, stay on the topic. Stay I am on the topic. I'm. I'm saying generally speaking, mm. people have. They have no compassion. Even I mean, humans have no compassion for each other. Even look at wars, and if if somebody if ten if 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 ten thousand people die in China, nobody cares. They go, ah, oh, that's pretty bad. But when when one person that they know gets badly injured, then suddenly they care. So the closer they are to you, of course, the more you care. Well, well, compassion is is really a limited resource. We can't feel sure. compassion for everybody. Could we? Because we go crazy. You sure. wouldn't be able to live if every day you're like, oh, this person died and you have a meltdown. That oh, that person true. died, you have a meltdown. That's you have true. to kind of it's 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 a limited resource that you can have, so that you're completely unaffected by you know a Rwandan genocide. But if your grandma passes away, you you fucking melt down. Right. You know, so not not completely unaffected. I I have I have. 
lately as a granola become more compassionate. Sure, but it, you can't have a meltdown. You no, may no. feel bad, but you're not Terrible. truly grieving. You know what it's like to truly grieve. Everybody, most people know what it's like to truly yeah. grieve. And hearing about a thousand people dying in a fucking volcano or Fukushima nuclear disaster, you go, oh, this is the, this is the response. You go, oh, that sucks. Uh, so what's for lunch? Like, that's literally because you can't. If everybody no, cared true. all the time, you wouldn't be able to function as a we human being. We got the being. picture. All right. Well, sometimes you got to drive it home. All right. <laughs> let's take uh, let's take a phone call. Hello. Who's this? I'm not going to get a chance to say this very often. What up, Hummels? How you doing? What's up, Florida Stanley? How's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. Um, so I I have a little bit of um re- religion talk, but first, yeah. real quick, Hot Car- Hot Carl was talking about it, North Sentinel Island. It's owned by India, and anytime oh. anybody asks the Indian government why they don't take over the island and invade it, uh, the Indian government says, we have zero use for that island. They're not bothering us. We're not bothering them. We're just going to let them be. And, nice. yeah, anytime a plane or a helicopter or a boat any goes anywhere near it. What is it um, called they, again? They shoot Sentinel. them down with arrows. North Sentinel Island. Okay. Um, Look it the up. 1987, Thank you. The 1987 movie uh, Cannibal Apocalypse is loosely based on that on that island and awesome. the tribes that are on right it. Down on I just did right here. Boom. Good. Excellent. Um, okay, so I just have a quick question and 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 a story behind it. Uh, you you as an atheist, do you believe in Who, the me or Anna? soul? Me uh, or... either one of you, either one of you. Okay, to me, <laughs> to you, Dad. Okay, did, go ahead. Believe in a soul. Go ahead. You're asking me. Do you me? believe in like a soul? Absolutely not. There's what? What is a soul? Okay. Explain what a soul is to me. Can you explain it? Okay, well, I can't explain it, but here's here's the story I have. Do you believe it? it. Oh, let, let him tell the story. Well, hold on. Do you believe it? Do I believe it? I don't know what to believe. Okay, that's I, good. I believe in aliens. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> aliens I, I is probably a safe bet. I don't, I don't know what to believe. I'm not a religious person. I never have been. I never was made to go to church. Not nothing. I just I I don't know what I don't know what there is. I don't know what there isn't. I do know that there is aliens. So. Uh-oh. Um, so the the story the story that I had behind the soul and, and you can Anna you can look this up too yeah um, not and you know on your own time but um, there was a group of doctors I don't remember when it's been within the past ten years there was a group of doctors that did this human experiment you had to I mean it was you had to sign up for it it was a volunteer thing and basically mm. what they did was they would take these people uh, right before you know they they hit hospice so these people only have you know a week left to live. And they would put them on these hospital beds with these super accurate scales. And they discovered that right at the moment of death or (laughs) what they considered death, that their bodies were losing about a half an ounce of weight. And it was consistent no matter how much or little you weighed. If you were a 100-pound man or a 300-pound man, woman, whatever, the, the moment they consider you dead, your body lost half an ounce of weight, and they they they're saying that that's the human soul leaving the body. I really? don't know what to believe. Oh, hold on a second. That's what when people say is. things like that, I want to seek proof. I I've heard about this study before. I I honestly I just know. dismissed it as something it was that was silly. But stu- it was a documented study with with actual doctors. Yeah, this uh, isn't you know just some, people some say story a lot online. of things. I mean, it, it was documented. Well, Dad, hold on, don't dismiss it because you just dis- you just I'm said dis- that I'm not dismissing it. You can't. I, you got to look no, at everything. No, no, no. I I agree. I I, I accept what he's saying. Mm-hmm. I just want a little more. If you can show me some evidence, and I can he just did. He just he, he referenced a study. So now it's our job to go and investigate that study and what try to find out. 
I'll, I'll find it, it for you. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it, they they just they. Uh, I mean, you, you just have to Google like body loses weight upon death. I'm I've sure seen the study it. before. I've I've I'm familiar with it. I kind of just pooed it, but I'll go back okay, and, so, and look at it again. So let, let's say the body. Uh, uh, don't be disrespectful to you, but let's say the body does lose weight when it dies. Does it mean that it's a soul? Or does it mean Not maybe necessarily. could be something That's physical? That's what they're saying. Well, but it's weird. It's weird that your body loses a half an ounce of weight the second you die. That's just how, it, mu- it, how much it, does it lose? Half half the weight? Did you say half an ounce? Oh, half, half an, an ounce. ounce. Yeah, but half, half an, yeah, a half an pretty ounce. skinny it soul. A, it was an extremely small amount. Mm. Okay, so but they say, but you know, it's a, when people go, they say this. That you, you got to look at the evidence, Daddy. You just said you got to look at everything. You no. can't just dismiss yeah, it because it doesn't soul. fit your no, narrative. You, you said I, that. I agree with you. No, no, I I appreciate that's that's really. We're gonna look it up. Look, that's but it's interesting. Thank you for letting me know that though. And thank you for the well, reference of the a, island. I didn't it, know what it was. It was great talking. Is, is Phil going to make the bark this year or technically next year? The who? What? what you, I didn't is, hear that. Is, it, is, is your dad going to make it to, isn't his name Phil? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is, is Phil going to make it to bark next year? Oh, barb. I didn't hear what you said. It's, um, well, well, it's the big party that we have in January. <laughs> There's a possibility. There's I haven't brought it up yet. You know, my dad's a, a would, big drinker. Him in person. <laughs> he loves he loves smoking man. marijuana and eating Ooh. marijuana uh, bars. Hey. So just letting oh. you know, <laughs> and mushrooms right. and meth and also heroin. So just letting you know. Because oh, right. guess what? That's party. all vegan. It's all fr- it's all vegan. So he's good to go. Mushrooms is vegan. I'll bring some mushrooms. Hell yeah, he loves mushrooms. I do love mushrooms in my salad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Right. Thank you, bye. Bye. Um, so what what say what say you, Dad? You uh you you don't believe in a soul? You believe you don't believe there's really any essence to to you as a as a being at all? It's just all you know what? If somebody can explain it to me in a very simple way that I can understand, maybe I'll believe it. Okay. Nobody has. Yeah, I don't. I would say that I, and I think people know this about me that I, I, I certainly don't believe in a soul. A soul. I think the way that people conceptualize it is essentially, uh, it's just your brain. It's your brain manifests certain characteristics and certain predictabilities, and then people go, "Oh, well, that's your soul." It's like we, you, we the humans, like out of all the hominids and all the the other the animals, animals. Um, all the animals and. Lucky us. Well, I think th- they us. think that we have a soul. Well, I think that they think that like every living thing has a soul. They think. I think that the that. well, yeah. So that they think that every living thing has has a soul, whatever that is. And it's hard because when people ask you what a soul is, oftentimes, like you know, with Florida Stanley and with with most people, and even myself, it's like, well, define soul, and then you go, oh shit, I don't know what. It's the what fuck. I believe. It's it comes yeah. from a religious belief that that people have been brainwashed since they were mm-hmm. kids. And it's something that, something that goes inside of you. And if you say, I don't believe it, it's like you're disrespecting all your family through a hundred generations. Mm-hmm. That's why people don't do it. That's why people, it's hard for them to turn away from religion. And yeah. I understand that, you know. I, I, and I, again, I want to say, I really respect, I, I work with a guy who's very religious and he's the nicest guy and we talk all the time and uh, we, when it comes to religion, we kind of disagree, but we still get along with each other fantastic. Do you ever wish that you did believe in religion because you think that life would be easier if you could just kind of have an an umbrella answer for everything like oh it's god's will do you, oh. want, an honor, do you want an honest answer yes absolutely not 
Oh shit. Okay. I thought you were going to say the other the uh, go the other way. Cuz I, I think it'd be so much easier no. to just be like, "Oh, it's God no. doing his thing." That's the opposite. You when you don't believe you you feel so free. You, you feel liberated. You feel liberated. Yeah. You don't have to It's like, you know, it sounds like it sounds almost blasphemous to to a person who's religious, but Ask, ask a Christian if they believe in Muhammad and they went to heaven on a on a horse from Jerusalem, a winged a white winged horse. Um, they think you're absurd. But then, oh, okay. Did Jesus walk on water? Oh yeah. Oh right. Believe, and when you eat, when the Catholics, when they take, um, when they, they take fuck the, those little boys. No, what? Stop. Sorry. When they when they eat, um, the, when they eat the the uh, they drink Eucharist? the wine and the um, Eucharist. Just wait. They eat the wine. They drink. They drink the wine and they eat the the the. What's not it's Christmas. called the fucking I Eucharist. Know, it's the blood and body of I'm Christ. I'm trying to explain something. So do you really believe that's the body of Christ? No, do it's you? a saltine. So it's so it's it's like um, it's something just to make you. Uh, I forgot the word. <laughs> it slipped out of my mind. But um, things like that. You know, everybody everybody thinks everybody else's religion is stupid. Yeah, or the rituals are. Re- Ridiculous. So ridiculous. So silly. Right. I mean, like, even the kapara in, in Yom Kippur with Judaism, it's the stupidest. You know what that is, Anna? No. They take a chicken and they swing it above their head. Oh, Ari Shafir was talking about that. And then they like, and then what they do is the, the, the sins go into the chicken and then they feed the... And then the, they kill the chicken. They, no, hold it. The, the, the sins of... The chicken's full of sins and they kill the chicken and give it to the poor people. Now the <laughs> poor people get all the sins from the chicken. That's, that's rude. It's like, it's it's made up, but it's still like ill-natured. Like, we don't give a fuck about these Gentiles, you know. It's, so, um, the, the, it's, it's that, that, silly. That is so pagan. That is such a pagan... And people like I remember when I used to learn about it, it sounded so oh it's great. And can I just say something else? Like people think God's loving. Okay, and they say, Look at what he did. He took Abram. Abram took Isaac up the mountain. Yep. Almost killed his ass. Because God said, if you really believe in me, you'll you'll sacrifice your son. So Abram goes like All right, shit. So everybody goes, But God was so merciful, he didn't make him kill his son. He brought a ram and 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 then he killed the ram. Who would say that to some imagine if somebody came up to you and said, Hey, if you believe in me, a God, would you t- take your son up and kill him? You know what people would say to him? F you. Or would no, nobody would do it. Right. But it sounds so wonderful when you read those things in the Bible. And that's what's so disgusting about the Bible. There's so mm. many killing. Like God, you don't Pretty believe violent. in God. He, he, he wants everybody killed. Everywhere God, he, he, he makes something and then he, he screws up. He makes Adam and Eve. They don't know. They have no knowledge. And they screw up. Then the world screwed up. Then, then but couldn't but couldn't people argue? And I've heard this that God gave man free will, and and then you, you know you, kind you know of the answer is you have no choice but to have free will. So if, if somebody gives you, so so the boss says you have free will. Is that free will? Well, he like designed us is the argument that he designed us to to have free will. So the so it means if I don't believe in God, you know what happens to me? I go to hell. Thank you for the free the test. Will. It's like when Bubba tests me. He's like, what are you going to do? And then I do the wrong thing, and then I get punished, and I go to hell. You know what I mean? I had free will to not make a but big you, deal about the light, and I chose to. What kind of punishment to. do you get? Um, uh, I'm shunned. But you don't go to you don't go to hell and get burned for eternity, do you? Well, some would say that Bubba shunning you is is uh, you know relevant to hell. Sometimes it's scary, well, but you want to be led into heaven, you know, with the, the people, angels. That's such a beautiful way to get people to believe. What you're gonna say if somebody says to you, especially in the in the in the, in the Middle Ages, you're gonna go to hell. If you don't believe, oh my goodness, you're so scared. You got, of course, you right. gotta believe. Yeah. Nowadays, we all know that's a lot of. Well, nonsense. some people still believe. You I know. know. So but what is belief? 
the absence of evidence. But don't you think that religion makes people, not all the time, but don't you think religion is a, a, a brings community it has a lot of good benefits i'm not saying you yes. should believe in it for that reason but we can you know as critically thinking people we can step back and go listen i don't believe but i can look back and say wow that's really awesome that you have this community of people that have the same values and they really support each other especially in times of, the, of peril and trouble okay i can answer that it's a vehicle for community and it's great yes you, you can have so, but does that mean that God's true? No, no, no. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying you can at least admit that there are some benefits to to being a religious person and Listen, belonging to a religious I, community. I've, I've got to say this. Yes, that's true. All right. There are religious people that are really good people. There are religious people that are terrible people. There sure. are atheists that are great people. There are atheists that are horrible people. Right. So it's not the religion. It's the people. Why it's do people person. people go to like people will join a church or synagogue or whatever, and they don't like the rabbi or the priest, and they'll just go to another one. Because because um, because they don't like the person, not because. So it's them that's deciding. It's not the religion. It's like I have, I have this guy I work with. Okay, he's also another guy. He's religious, and his wife left him. And I said, "Wow, I'm shocked." She told him that God wanted her to leave him. That's great. I need to <laughs> use like that absurd. one. You um, can say anything to make sense, which is absurd. Yes, uh, understood understood but sometimes i look at religious communities and i go man wouldn't it just be nice to just kind of chill and feel like you, you, you safe had that. you had that i know and i walked away from it because wow. well because it just it wasn't compelling enough to stay number one and number two i feel like the community that we had like a temple solel whatever was not the same type of experience i had like for example when i went to australia and those Jews fucking hang tight together, boy. Like, I at least went to school with, like, you know, blacks and Mexicans and Christians and Muslims and had a, a tons of different types of friends, Asians, whatever. But when I went to Sydney, those people had only been to school with each other. Those families knew each other from, like, essentially birth. You know, like, kids knew each other from, they don't remember not knowing each other. And that sense of community, although it was incestuous and kind of fucking weird, was so strong. And that is what I, I, I and I talked to my friend about this who lives in Germany. You know who I'm talking about. We don't need a name her. But, you know, I was, I was, she would always lament about how incestuous her community was and how it was like you didn't meet anybody new. But then I tried to remind her that like, hey, that sense of community was so fucking strong. And if somebody fell ill or got sick or God forbid somebody died, boy, did the community step in and take care of business, whether it be food, money, whatever the fuck you needed, you had because you had a team of like 300 to 400 people there for you just because you share the same religion. That was all you needed. And it was it was really amazing. That and I good. and I talk about this a lot, but. When I was there, because I was only there for about a year, but when I was there, there was a, a kid and he was like a, like a, trying to get into cinematography. He like did a documentary. And my friend Shannon, who, who you met, he came to visit like a decade ago. Um, he was like, hey, Anna, there's this guy who's doing a documentary. Uh, you want to go to the showing? And I said, yeah, sure. I'm like, where is it? He goes, oh, it's at the movie theater. I'm like, the fucking movie theater? I'm like, I was thinking it was going to be, you know, 15 people come into a classroom and we watch this. Dad, fucking 400 seats, every single seat was filled because everyone in the community showed up for this kid. 
One guy showed up for this kid for his little documentary, and the community was fucking there. And that's when I realized, whoa, this power is real. Like, if if anybody needs anything or people want support, that community shows up. And that happens a lot of times in, like, I don't want to say marginalized groups because the Jews over there were fine, you know, financially or whatnot. But in terms of, you know, um, marginalized historically— you know, no, that, the that, Jews have been marginalized historically and in pockets wherever they are, they stick together. And that was cool. That was freaking cool. It is, it is cool. And, and I, I, I got to say it is. But let me ask you a question. What happens if Get one closer of those, to the mic. What happens if one of those people uh, in any religion left the religion? Would they still be cool to them? Probably not. You see this a lot in the Hasidic communities. I don't know if you've not seen all Hasidic, the Netflix. Every, no, every I know, religion. but it's it's way more in the Hasidic community. That's not true. Yes, it is. It Come is. on. Well, let's talk about the. You don't get shunned, but you you didn't. I was part of the Mormon? the Reform community. Christian. Yes, if you're part of a church and you and you change, or if you're Muslim and you change, they will shun you. Well, You'll it depends how religious you are. Of course. That's depends. what I'm saying. So, I mean, like, me leaving a reformed nah, synagogue, those people would still be friends with me. Me leaving a Hasidic community, you don't get any support. you basically considered dead. I know. I know. I've, I've seen people who leave, like, the Amish or leave Amish, same, same. the, you know, Hasidic Jewish community, and they are given zero support. And there's but a reason for that. What? There's a reason for that because they want to make it, especially in like the Hasidic community. If you talk to people, they they took Jews obviously took a hit during the Holocaust, but the Hasidic community took an especially hard hit, and they want to make sure that people stay in why their own. Take, why did they take a hard hit? They all took a hit. No, I know, but I I want to say like the the number of Hasidic Jews I think as a population, as a as a as a subsect of Judy of Judy because they were like easily identified. You know right. what I mean? Okay. Just they took. Th it was harder to hide yourself as a Hasidic Jew versus just a you know more of a secular Jew. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Really, it's like um, if if you go against if if you go against uh, I forgot my, I thought my train of thought just jumped. Well, here I'll, I'll if, if, okay. If you, if you go against if the, oh yeah, the, if somebody's so loving in their religion and they're so caring and God and this and then the moment you leave they just go like. Get the hell out. I don't want to see you again. Well, what, what kind of love is that? Well, here's the thing. I think that the greater goal, and again, I'm not arguing for it. I'm just saying this is what they would say, is the greater, greater goal isn't the love for, you know, a parent to child, but it's the it's the preservation of a culture and a religion. And if they start allowing people to leave and continue to support them, then that disintegrates their culture and their religion, and soon there'll be no one left. Because those rules, just like anything, and here's the reason why I have a lot of respect for who, people who say they're religious and actually are religious, because it's kind of like a diet or an exercise regimen. The rules are really hard to abide by. And I have probably the least amount of respect for people who, are, who claim to be religious and then they don't do anything religious, because being a religious person takes a lot of effort and a lot of work. So when people, like there was a guy, Rock, I don't know, you used to listen to Kevin's Law? Yeah. You remember? Um, Rock was a, a deeply religious person, Protestant Christian guy, and he would talk about, you know, being religious and God. And he wasn't one to just talk, you know, and talk the talk, but not walk the walk. This motherfucker would walk the walk. And he took a really big hit. You know, he abstains from sex. He never had sex. He uh, goes to church you know, three, four times a week, whatever his rules are, he sticks to it. And I had a lot of respect I, for that. I used, I used to listen to him. because he uh, because he walked the walk and talked the talk. It's not easy to be a religious person. Yeah, but he never 
he just accepted things so blindly. He never questioned anybody. He never questioned anything. Okay. He was just. He was like a. But you like have to a, respect the like discipline. Is what I'm saying. Don't, yeah. don't don't besmirch the great rock. But I'm just saying that like <laughs> he's he, a nice guy. I don't say what. Yeah, a nice but guy. I'm I'm just saying that he the discipline is really what I'm what I had I, admired I, I is what I'm saying. I agree with that. Yeah, because it's not easy. It's not easy to no, follow those not. fucking rules. Even if you think that they're dumb, they're still. It's hard to follow a set of rules so closely. If you brought up with it, it's not that hard. If you brought up it and if that's your life from the beginning, sure, you know becomes, nothing else. That's right, it but then normal. you get a taste of, you know, bacon you get a taste, and then or know. whatever, and then it's over. Then it's over. Once you have the bacon, not always, I hear. but a lot of the time, bacon's like the needle. I think it's like heroin to Jews. It's like once they get it, they're they're done, and and they have to go to rehab. Uh, hello, uh, who's it? Uh, oh, sorry. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Lee. Lee, what's uh, up? Enjoying the, the, the talk on spirituality, religion, whatever you want Fantastic. to classify it as. Yes. Uh, well, I wanted to offer a different um, way of explaining what a soul may be. You know, the idea of uh, our consciousness, like you can accept these ideas. Perfect. You know, it's hard to, if you have a materialistic reductionist uh, mindset, you know, you only validate things that you can quantify and measure like some things are just beyond measurements such um, as that's what con consciousness so what about a boxer gets knocked out and he's not unconscious does he still have a soul in right consciousness yeah. is just I something like brain dead people carry shivo you know is there a soul trapped in there like i, I don't take a standpoint these are just questions that uh, mm. i, I think oh, okay that's fine. so you're I'm asking really like any side of the fence yeah okay so what was the general question that you only believe in things that that atheists only believe in things that are quantifiable they're materialistic things you're talking to me no i'm talking to the caller lee uh, well, no, that was that's more like my um, my viewpoint of what a materialist reductionist is. Like a lot of atheists are actually that. Yes, they're, they're not like, dualists where they think that there's experience. like right, right. Can you explain that again? What you just yeah. said? Go ahead. What do you can you say that in um, different the terms? idea of consciousness? Like let's just call like you know the the soul, the the twenty one, twenty three grams that, that that the body loses in weight yeah. um, after its last breath. That's another interesting thing. Um, the first and last thing we do in life is breathe, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you, know, you don't breathe till you come out of the womb. Then you got the moment of conception and the zygote and fertilization, the first heartbeat. Where do you really measure where life begins? Um, doesn't have a soul until it takes a breath. You know, right, these are right. some other interesting concepts. These are just uh, things people make. Nobody like, knows these things. Um, have you ever had paranormal experiences, either one of you? Uh, no. No. Seen a ghost? No. Well, people think you know. Deja vu is a paranormal. Can I, can I just say something? Else? A lot of people say this. It's they, in the category. People say that all the time. They see the ghost. The, it's 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 like when people say, "I have a, I have I, I I spoke to God. I saw him in front of me." It's you can say you if you can make you see that's fine. But if you can make me and another ten people see that, then I can go with it. But if you see it, because people you know the human brains. Crazy! It, 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 people make up so many things. How come? How come? Time. How come Christians, when they die, they see Jesus and they don't see Muhammad? How come J Muslims, when they go to heaven, w when something like that happens, they they always see Muhammad but they never see Jesus? Why? I would say it's the uh, the first law of natural law, the first principle of natural law, Hermeticism. It's the the law of mentality that the mind precedes all. It's just what that they know. It's just what they've been uh, taught. To some That's level, all. Manifest our reality. You guys are saying the same thing. Yeah, that's just what you've been told. You don't think you know, like like 
Anna's, I have great respect for your dietary discipline, like you're saying the religious discipline, and like maybe that's the yeah. reason for the need of religion is the same for the need for laws of society. I could agree with that. Animals in line. You know, these people need something to believe in. And maybe that's why you see, you know, whatever you believe in, you see it at death because the mind makes it real. Um, well, to you, right? Right, to Not you. quantifiable to somebody else, but in your own little universe, right? Right. Um, and many people would say who are like be. spiritual would say that, you know, it, it's all the same. Like it, whether you're a Hindu or Buddhist or an is Muslim or a Jew, what, whatever your your iteration of God or the universe is, it's essentially the same thing. And I I kind of uh, yeah, agree what, with that. It's the same concept, is what I would say. Concept, yeah, it's like a like yeah, spiritual astrotheology. Astrotheology, like the idea that Christianity, you know, it's how it's all stolen from the pagan rites because it's really oh, yeah. sun worship at the end of and the like, day. Like like mm-hmm. the virgin birth um, is nothing new too. It's happened many times. Um, yeah. Well, the virgin would be Virgo in the sky clock. And oh, why? Astrotheology kind of. And like, why? 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 It, it, it encompasses all these different religions, and it sure. can tie it into uh, like solar theology, right? And well, sun, let, let me go a step further. It's like which is Hermes. Why is somebody? Is Odin. Have, why does somebody have to be a god because they were born of a virgin? Like, what? It just sounds. It sounds. Uh, oh, a virgin. Oh. Oh, that's amazing because it's, it's impossible. I mean, if, if you—that's what you, you believe. Bible, Some people believe it's of... literal. That's what you believe. Everybody believes yeah, different yeah, things. I, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's you know metaphorical, allegorical. Yeah, that's the way that these things make sense to me. Mm-hmm. How Jesus Christ is the light of this world, the Son of God, the Son. They're talking about the Son. Mm-hmm. It's just like Apollo in Greek myth. Um, See, that's interesting. We have three days of the week named after Nordic myth. You know, Wednesday comes from Odin, Wooden, Wooden's Day. Hmm. And All Thursday the days do. Thor's Day. Thor's um, day. Friday would be Freya's Day. Yeah, huh. they all, they all I didn't do. know that. Saturday is very uh, – because there's seven days of the week. There's seven visible luminaries, wandering stars, hmm. sun, moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars. But that's just in English. Saturday. In Hebrew, they just yeah. run – in Hebrew, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, and then the Sabbath. There's no, oh, it's just English. Yeah, the Ka- Kabbalah. I've, I've researched Kabbalah a little bit. Well, Kabbalah is just uh, Jewish mysticism. Jewish mysticism. No, but like, 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 like Sunday in Hebrew is, is the first day, Yom Rishon. Then Tuesday is the uh, second day, the third day. That's how they, they, it's just English uses that. Yeah, but it seems like every culture uses the seven-day system is what we're saying. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. well, you, well, you kind of have to, to fit in. is on a Friday. Right. Yeah, so. But the problem, the yeah, reason that they do that, Anna. The Jewish faith. Is a Saturday. But the, the reason why people use that, Anna, is because of, because of the, the calendar. Otherwise, nobody would know what's going on in the yeah. world. Yeah, Tuesday, Friday, so Yeah, but where six does the calendar day. come from? The calendar is based off a solar cycle. You know, that's why mm-hmm. in the Vatican, the Vatican, uh, the obelisk in Vatican Square is a sundial that marks the equinoxes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and then Jesus is like re- reset time, which is pretty cool. Be that influential. Yeah, an acceptable year of our Lord <laughs> is actually a solar calendar year. We started time over after Jesus, you know, which makes things really confusing when you're trying to talk about like historical stuff and they're like, oh, 12,000, uh, you know, BC. So then you're like, oh, 12,000 years ago. It's like, no, no, 14,000. You're like, what the fuck, man? I kind of just tell you a joke about that. Kind of, mm. I'm a teacher, so I had a student and, uh, I, I said to him, um, the world's like a million years old, and we were talking, and he goes, that's that's nonsense. I said, why? He goes, it's only 2023. 
Okay, well, Dad, you're, you know, your kids aren't often the brightest. So, <laughs> so funny. Though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, um, everything is a, is a measurement, right? You know, metric or American engineering standard. They're, they're measuring a foot's a foot, but it's just how they they tally it up. You know, the quantification of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what well, you have to have a leap year because the solar calendar is actually like 364 days and a quarter. So like every four right. years, we got to add a day well, to balance you, it out. If you break it down um, even further, each day calendar. is only two, 23 hours, 56 minutes, and four well, seconds. That's just because they worked out how, how, how yeah. long Correct. it takes the Earth to go around the sun. Correct. But then I'm saying there's there's extra. So all that extra know. goes into a, one full day one every day. four years. Correct. Kind so, of catch yeah, up. That's, that's the human construct of this black yeah. and white duality. Yeah. Dynamic. It's always time. Nothing is 100% in nature. Right. You know? Yes. I like how philosophical we're getting on the show, and no pun intended. Because I, I lose when it gets philosophical, I start losing because I don't know where to go with it. Because he needs a snack. No um, snack. All right, thank you so much for calling thank in. That you. was very that was, insightful. That was, that was interesting. Thanks. Great, great call. Great call. Uh, thank you oh, for yeah. not um, just Wisdom calling in for and days. wanting to. Uh, <laughs> send us your beats much appreciated sir have a great weekend um i think that's that's pretty what? much it nah, come on you want to do more yeah, let's go let's get some calls in there All but right. i want some religious people to phone in okay friggin you want to be phil delahante today don't no, you I don't. not matt Delante. no i'm saying you I are phil no i'm joking okay um <laughs> i mean well i mean what what else is there to say pops i kind of want to get going for the week let's we got to post some this callers. show let's get one, one more caller one more caller all things religion you want to you want to debate Whatever. someone i feel like no, i feel I like don't. you're hungry to to tell someone that they're fucking stupid is that what you want to do absolutely not oh okay okay Never. not mm-hmm. has there let me ask you a question let me be the caller um what what is something that you've changed your stance on in the last let's say five years say something that you were very steadfast about more than five years huh say 10 years uh no let's keep it a little bit more uh, recent uh, something least... that you've learned about that you've decided to change course on because you claim to say that, you know, with more evidence, you learn more, you change your ideas, your mindset about things. Um, what is something that you've kind of changed course on? I would, the, the way I'd say definitely um, my diet. Okay. How so? <laughs> well, you're a vegan, so people just assume vegan just, is one thing. But I was a vegan eating all these like uh, processed foods. And, yeah. No, just not just bread, but all this processed stuff. Is, I called now, it. No, no. Thank you. Anna. Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much. I said, Thank you know, you, you, you try to eat like the fake eggs and the fake cheese and the fake this. I'm like, this is fucking horrible for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So I was just like, how about no more? Pro- how about back to the earth? Let's get back to the earth, yes. pops. Yes. So, uh, yeah, you, you you told me not to get you any of that processed stuff. So I I, I, I did not. You know what? Another, another thing, just how crazy people are, how, what the, the way they think about things. It's it's, it's How has that changed? That's, oh, that's people have always been crazy. I, I, I never thought about it so deeply. As, I uh, mean, I don't think of a day and night, oh, go to bed. But when I talk about, like, like veganism or religion, I don't, yeah. I don't go and intrude in people's lives tell them not to believe or what to eat. Right. But when we discuss it. Like we are now on the yeah, air. Then let's go, uh, baby. Let's go. All right. Last call, Pops. All right. Someone's calling in now. Sounds Hopefully good. Hopefully they don't just prank us. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Out of homos, Joe the supermarket. What's up, Dad? This is my biggest fan, besides Ooh. you, of course. Um, what what's going on? I read it in the chat and I wanted to say it out loud. I'm sure somebody else said it already too, but 
Thank you so much, Philip, JVC, ABC, one, two, three, Hummel, for <laughs> putting this thing together, getting in there, making it happen, and creating this wonderful human being we love so much. Oh, on my Hummel. God. Thank you so Thank much. You. And, in fact, I'm going to be here from next week, and she's leaving. Oh, okay. I'm just joking. Are you going to try to create another one? <laughs> no, no. I think he's done. Um Joe, thank you so I, much I, for calling in. I just got to tell you that um, you have a brother that I haven't told you Okay, about. thanks, just, Father. <laughs> uh, anyways. I didn't I didn't want to get into a big religious discussion because you already know how I feel. And one yes. thing I think you can appreciate about me, Anna, is that I never try to push my religion on you. No, you I'll don't. You're very respectful. What religion are you? Yeah. When I'm about to lay something on that I think is spiritual wisdom, but I know it's going to bring up God. I'm like mm, a little bit iffy when I'm conversing with you mm. and everybody else. I just let it rip because I sure. love Jesus so much. He loves Jesus. Do you? I really do. I love Jesus. Jesus comes first place in my life That's... more than anything else. And I, you know and, what I'm going to say to that? That is a wonderful thing for you. And, and, and what's more wonderful about it is we don't realize it in the time when, when, it, when it's happening. But if we can look back over our life. We'll see all the times that God slash Jesus slash the Holy Spirit, one and the same, the Holy Trinity, got us through things that there's no way ever we would have been able to get through it on our own. Can you just explain something it, to me? It, I'm sorry? Could, could you just explain something to me? Yeah. Do you want me to explain what I just said? Or no, no, no. I want to ask you. He's going to ask a question. You, you spoke okay, about the I, Trinity. This is the problem that, that we've been having all, all day. I'm so sorry, sir. That's but okay. We haven't really been able to hear you because the microphone seems low. I'm sorry. Uh, do, are Anna's you Catholic? So, so good. And, and, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tune my ear right up. Here we go. I'm ready. Are you Catholic? Oh no, definitely not. I so, went to Catholic school. Oh, because the Trinity. Three, three. Can you explain that to me? So, like, is God in three? Like Mary, um, Jesus, and God? I don't know. I'm. Not, I have nothing to do with Mary. I don't pray to Mary. That's a huge waste of time. You just said Trinity. She, she was. She was a vessel. No, no, she's not in the Holy Trinity. The Holy oh, she's Trinity not. is Jesus, oh. God, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Dad. Jesus. Yeah, the Holy Spirit indwells us. Oh, That's what Jesus sorry. said. When, when he was ascending to heaven after he was slain and rose again, he said that I'm going to prepare a place for you. And and he also said that he's going to be sending a helper. So can I and see in the Bible, it, the word helper is Holy Spirit. That's it, the Holy Spirit that indwells in us, the believers. Can, can I see is God and Jesus one then? Well, here it is. God is God in, in heaven, the creator of all. Jesus is the human form of God. That's why I, in so they all one time, we hear a lot about, in the Christmas time, we hear a lot about Emmanuel. Well, I'm sure you know, you have to know sure. Hebrew, right? Yeah, I do. So, you know, Emmanuel, and El is God, and Emmanuel means with us. So Emmanuel means God with us. That's Jesus. Mm. Jesus is God with us. Jesus is God an earthly form. You feel me? So, so you're saying that God sacrificed himself to himself to redeem us uh, vicariously? Yes. God had to create himself in the flesh. Why? Why couldn't he just forgive? Why, why did he do something so terrible to, to make this person suffer so much? Why didn't he just forgive? Why did he have to sacrifice somebody? Well, here's the thing, because before that, I think y'all were talking a little bit earlier about sacrifices, burnt sacrifices, uh, burnt offerings and and the birds and slaying them on the on the yeah. ark of the covenant and whatnot and and all that Old Testament atonement for sin. Once Jesus went ahead and paid the price for us, he paid the final price. So he only paid. It's just the, the truth is he didn't really pay the price because he came back as God. So he just suffered. A, he had a bad weekend. That that is true. 
you know, but the thing is, um, he, he came back. It's if he if he had died, he didn't die. He came back. He's alive. So how did he die? Uh, well, he was he was slain. You can't deny. First off, let's be real. You can't deny that Jesus lived because there's too much evidence. There's no evidence. So Jesus came to earth. You, there's I mean, no you evidence. Can deny all you want. I'm not denying. Show what evidence is there. The evidence in Israel, the Shroud of Turin, the there's, there's that that, that is that thought. is that was fake. That that was fake. They didn't find anything. Somebody made that up. They found that with these. They found like where where is where where the nails were put in and the, the blood on that. You talking about that? Two thousand years, it's still around. Myself, but I, I mean, I've seen them. You've seen that? You've seen that? The nails, yeah, I've seen the nails. How did they know it was his nails? How do they know? How do they know? Where does it? Where's the how evidence? They, no disrespect. But no, no, I'm, I don't want to be disrespectful anything. to you either. But I just want to. I'm asking you questions. If it's okay. No, no, no I'm saying I don't want to be disrespectful no, to you no, by no. saying that. Absolutely. How does anybody really know anything? Correct. I mean, know That's exactly. From our forefathers. So what he's saying so is like, like, how do you know it was fake then? If you know, you go know both ways. Like but Joe's not, saying, I, how do you know it was real? I'm not claiming that they were that they that they were there. You claiming that they were there. So where's your evidence? I'm not claiming that oh, they weren't. I, the only evidence I have is like I was just getting into the evidence of what's been passed on by our forefathers. Yeah, but you, really have you ever you played telephone before, right? You play no, telephone. We know it exists. You know, you play telephone when you were a kid. You start the story, and by the time the story's over, it's like it starts. I, I won a sandwich, and then it ends. I was on the moon in a rocket. So right, and, and and I understand that. So so here, let me let me question my own logic, mm-hmm. and let me just say, okay. If the Bible is real and it really is the Word of God, then like, how can we really know that all this is really true and it wasn't just written by somebody else mad long ago? And this is what we just have to stand by because what popped it in my head with what you were just saying do, do, was how do we know if it's real? Well, I know what's real because I read the Bible, I've read the Bible, and I know yeah. everything in it I believe. Do you believe all the? So th- have you seen all the things God that, commanded to kill so many different peoples? To kill their children, to kill their animals because they 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 said something against him. Do you do, when your neighbor works on the Sabbath? Do you um do you stone him? Because it well, says yeah. Do you oh, do you believe in sla- uh, this is a good? Do you believe Exodus twenty one? You know what that says? How, how to keep a slave? The, Exodus twenty. How did he was without sin cast the first stone? So I yeah. I know for a fact that. Jesus saved that lady who was going to be stoned. But have you ever? And all the men, the the five men around her, were were all willing to stone her. And that's you, what Jesus said. Have you read Exodus twenty one? the first stone. How to keep a slave? I can read. I can read it right now. Read Exodus twenty one. How to keep a slave? I'd like to know what you think about that quickly and before. What verse? I, oh, man, I don't, don't know. It tells you. How, well, I'll tell you what it says. Exodus twenty one. Yeah, I I can't, I can't uh, verbatim say, but I know what it says. It tells you how to keep a slave. If it's a Hebrew slave, it's different to if it's a slave from other people. You keep a slave for 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 a Jew for seven years, and you can release him. But if he, if you give him a wife, then um, he can go, but he has to leave his wife. Obviously, he's not going to leave. And and then if it's a, oh, if it, I see right here. So this is about Hebrew servants. If you buy a Hebrew servant, buy. Why would you buy? Why would God say years? buy? Why would God talk about slavery? And I know don't start doing backflips how to explain it. It says how to buy a slave. Read it. It actually tells you how to keep a slave. Why would they talk about it in the Bible? Uh, why, why, did, why doesn't one of the Ten Commandments say 
thou shalt not have a slave. What are, they talk about God as a jealous God, and you can use his name in vain, and you and you and you can't cover your neighbor's ass before his wife. I mean, like these things are. Hard. I could write better Ten Commandments that were written in in the Bible. Don't don't, don't be. Don't be don't be cruel Mr. to people. Mr. Don't don't be be respectful to people. Don't you have slaves? Things like that. Not a jealous Mr. God. I just want to read this verse so we can. <laughs> I'm sorry. We can figure out what this. Just to, just in case I have a question, just real quick. Okay. If you buy a Hebrew servant, he is to serve you for six years, but in the seventh year he shall go free without paying anything. If he's a Hebrew he slave, alone, he is to go free alone. But if he has a wife, wife when he comes, she is to go with him. If his master gives him a wife and she bears him sons or daughters, the woman and her children shall belong to her master. Isn't that terrible? So he's going to leave his wife? He's going to stay. How horrible. What a wow. horrible thing to do. And then they put yeah. it all through his ear. Then he becomes a slave. But if he's, a non, if he's not a Hebrew slave, then, then uh, he's a slave forever. And it's passed on to your children. Why would they talk about things like that in the Bible? People, oh, that's the Old Testament. So you don't believe in the Old Testament? Do you believe in the Ten Commandments? Yes. Do you believe in um? Do, do you believe in Adam and Eve? Yes. But you don't believe in. Do, do you eat pork? Oh yeah, I eat pork. But the ten, but in the Old Testament it says you can eat pork. So people just pick and choose what they want out of everything. That's what everybody does. That, yeah, that's what bothers me. me. I, I go I go by whatever the word says a hundred percent. And and you already know this. Sometimes in stories like this, it's you can't take what it says at face value. You got to look deeper. I mean, because I read the Excuse Bible me? first. I read it all through. I didn't take time to dive in or learn anything more or seek out anything. And now that I've done that, now when I read it again, I can tick things apart and take more time. But you just take what you first. like. Well, the things you don't like, Jesus said, um, he said, what did Jesus say when, when, he, when, when he came? He These said, hoes ain't loyal. Huh? What? Jesus said, uh, give up all your earthly possessions and follow me. Okay, and he said, "I'm here." I, I, he said, "I don't bring you peace. I bring a sword." Have you heard that? Have you read that part? Oh, I know. I, I recognize the scripture. What you're speaking, yes. Why would he say bring a sword? It's supposed to be Jesus. The, the, the thing is, people, when you went to church, they only told you what they wanted you to hear. That's the problem. And I'm not saying anything. You know, again, I respect people that are religious. I, I knew the, I know the Bible pretty well. I'm not an expert, but I know it. And now you're doing good. And and the thing is, there's so many terrible things in the Bible, terrible. And it was written by there's Stone Age people. The, it was it was written. The good thing it was written by people who lived in in, in the Bronze Age. What the heck did they, they even know that this the, that the Earth went around the Sun? A, a, a third grader knows more science than these guys do. So how are you you gonna follow them? What they said was like 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 the truth. That's what these things don't make sense to me. Hey, maybe you figured out why I have such faith and it's so strong. Hmm? It's because I hate science. I just don't <laughs> like science. <laughs> you don't like science? Doesn't like no. science. So if it wasn't for how we speaking to each other, if there was no science, we wouldn't even we, we can hear each other through through the air. That's science. He's saying he yeah, just doesn't like it. He's not I'm, denying. I'm, I'm, I'm a mark. I'm a mark, so I buy the phone. I don't make the phone. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I got you. Okay. I don't think he knows what a mark is, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> you can tell him later. All right, well, I will. Well, Listen, thank Joe, thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate talking to you. Thank you for calling in. Joe's a cool guy. You know, you may not see eye to eye on stuff, but he's always oh, very polite. And uh, that's fantastic. It was nice, wonderful speaking nice to you, and I appreciate you listening so to me. It was wonderful speaking to you and meeting you, Mr. Hummel. And thank I you. I was a little reluctant to call because I was afraid <laughs> it was going to be two on one. But Anna, I just appreciate no, you. No, I just, you got to let Dad just pops just go.
Yeah, you just let, it, get, right. let it, Pops just go. Just let him do his thing. Joe, thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate God it. God bless, Joe. God bless. God bless thank you. Everybody, buddy. God bless you, Father. Um, Dad, thank you so much. That was awesome. That was I hope you had fun. I had an amazing time. Amazing time. Best time of my life. Of your life. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey, that's pretty strong. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, all uh, well, at least 166 on on YouTube. That's that. Those are better numbers than I usually see all show. So, uh, my dad is the secret sauce. Um, thank you guys for, for tuning in. Have a fantastic weekend. Do not drink and drive like Orlando Davis. You'll wrap yourself right around a pole. Be safe, and we'll see you on Monday morning. Goodbye, and God bless.